Over 200,000 of the homeless people in the United States of America are women and girls. The most needed and understocked item in homeless shelters, feminine hygiene products. Joy Road Media is proud to tell you about the Clean Love Project. The Clean Love Project's mission is to help women and young girls feel clean, loved, and empowered by distributing clean love kits to alleviate their hygiene needs. Go to thecleanloveproject.org to find out how you can help. The Clean Love Project focuses on the Metro Detroit area, but it also distributes kits worldwide. If you are a female in need of a clean love kit, go to thecleanloveproject.org and request one today. Joy Road Media is a proud supporter of the Clean Love Project at thecleanloveproject.org. Allison Bobbitt, and I'm here as always with my husband Mike Bobbitt, and this is the podcast where we make one another watch movies the other's never seen before. And Mike, you made me watch Commando. And you look really happy about it. <laughs> it was, oh, it was bad, but it was like, wait, what? It was, it was one of those ones that was so bad I still enjoyed it. When you say bad, you mean like Run DMC, not bad meaning bad, but bad meaning good? No, I mean like it was bad. Like it was really bad. Like badass. No, like it was not good. It was badass. It was not. You you think it's a bad movie? It's a terrible movie. This movie was a hit. <laughs> okay. This is the movie that launched Arnold as an actor. Capital Which is a. insane to me because it's truly the worst acting he's ever done. It is also the first acting he has ever done oh, because what? he doesn't really consider Conan the Barbarian or Terminator to be acting. I think he tries to erase the movies that he made prior to those as well when he was using his stage name of Arnold Strong. Do you think he picked Strong because he was a bodybuilder and it was one of the words he could pronounce in English that was... That's Bogue. Dude. I know it's Bogue, but I'm just saying, it's like, Bogue. You're Bogue. He was in Hercules in New York, aka Hercules Goes Bananas. Mm, wow. What a yeah. resume. I told you this earlier. He was actually pretty good in True Lies. Yeah. Like, that was a pretty good movie. I mean, True Lies came out quite some time after this, though. Yes. Uh, that's what I mean. Is that right now? Like, yeah, no, he gets better. You pointed out that um, when you watch a movie like this and then see, like, more modern movies he's been in you can see his growth as an actor which is not a thing you would think to say about arnold schwarzenegger right and true lies came out nine years after yes this This came out in 1985 yes so i guess what i'm saying is arnold schwarzenegger grew as an actor yes not a lot but he got better (laughs) yeah he got better than he was because this was there's a bunch of adr where he's literally reading. Oh, yeah. I think most, well, probably every line that he has in this movie is ADR just because of the nature of it being an action movie. Oh, yeah. And there's but a lot of background noise. I so. think he tries really hard <laughs> during the ADR sessions where instead of it being the typical Arnold, like, 
you know, get to the chopper. Yeah. You know, he's very much like, okay, you need to get to the chopper so we can be safe. Why you know? did he get kind of Hispanic there for a second? <laughs> it's like a weird, like soft-spoken thing that he's doing. Yeah, he yeah. is very soft-spoken in this. He doesn't really yell a lot because yeah. he's a dad. Yeah. So it's he's a special forces leader. All of his men get kidnapped. or No, all of his men get killed. Yeah. And then uh, by Dan Hedaya, speaking of horrific accents, who that was embarrassing for is him. Uh, the former leader of a fictional third world country where they have a nondescript sort of Spanish type accent. Like Colombian? Yeah. Ish. Ish. Yeah. It's apparently know, South America somewhere. The country is apparently like a go to joke where it's like, we need a fictional land. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. it's South America ish. You know? Yeah, it is South America ish. Yeah. So they kidnap his daughter, Alyssa Milano, and he ends up uh, because they want him to do th- this assassination thing, but instead. Yeah. He uh, goes to get his daughter back. Yeah, and, and kills uh, everybody. He kills eighty-one people. Apparently, yes, in the allegedly. Movie. Yep. Yeah, along the way, he kidnaps Ray Don Chong. Yeah. Instead of having like, you know, really like, you have to help me. They have yeah. my daughter. He's like, please help me. They'll they'll kill her. You're my only hope. Like, that was like Yoda. <laughs> it was, and she's suspicious of him for like one, two scenes, maybe, and then she's, then she gets Stockholm syndromed, and now she's Alyssa Milano's new mom. Listen, at the end of the movie, when they're walking back to the plane, she's like standing there, like, "Hey guys," and then she like hugs Alyssa Milano. They've never met. No, they actually cut out a kissing scene between Ray Don Chong and Arnold Schwarzenegger because it was unbelievable. What? Yes. But you know what? I will agree with something. We watched a quick little making of feature Mm -hmm. after watching the movie. And Bill Duke points out, Bill Duke, who we just saw in the movie Mandy, who you hated him. (laughs) I didn't hate him. I just was like, he's either totally... Under you, he's he was completely underused to the point where he might as well have not been in the movie. In but you my know opinion. what? He uses his money to do a lot of good in the world. So that's great. You know, like it, hell it's okay yeah. that you don't want Bill Duke to make a living. <sighs> anyway, Bill Duke points out that you have Ray Don Chong, who is half black, mm-hmm. as you the know the interest. female lead. You know, and yeah, on the cutting room floor, love interest of this movie, you know, playing what is pretty typically cast as a white role. That's true. And that's pretty cool. Yeah. The fact that they had Radon Chong as the female lead, female yeah. lead was, was pretty awesome because she is great in this. Like, yeah. she's, um, <laughs> I mean, she doesn't have a whole lot to do, but. I liked her a lot in this. I feel so bad for her trajectory after this, where she's like, well, Commando was dumb, but kind of fun. And I knew that I had the color purple coming out the same year. Mm-hmm. So things are just going to keep getting better. And oh, 1986, what's it? Ooh, see Thomas Howell and James Earl Jones in a movie called Soul Man. This movie has to be good. What? No, it's <laughs> This not. is a movie we no longer speak of. Yeah, Ray Don Chong in 1986 is in Soul Man. I, I've never seen Soul Man, but um, I have seen them make fun of it on the I Love the 80s 
um, clip shows that they had back in the like early 2000s. And while I have seen Soul Man, Ooh. so technically it would be eligible for us to it watch, is. I will never, ever make you watch that movie. From what I recall of the clips I've seen of it, holy shit. I don't even think it aged well in 19... 19- 86. 86. Yeah, no. I feel like it came out and people were like, what the actual fuck? Yeah. In my opinion. I also watched an interview with David Patrick Kelly because I wanted to know more about him. He plays Sully in this movie. Mm-hmm. And he's a character actor who I really like because he is from Michigan. Mm-hmm. He graduated University of Detroit, went to... High school in Harper Woods, where my mom went yep. to high school, but he went to Bishop Gallagher. Yeah, I think that's what it's called. Yeah, uh, um, which Catholic is like a boys' school. Boys' school. Yeah, and he's just a uh, a few years younger than my mom. Yeah, but he was talking about how he really enjoyed working on this movie because Arnold was so humble and was like, you know, you guys are really good actors. Can you give me pointers for acting techniques and stuff like that? Yeah. Like, he was very conscious of the fact that he was not a good actor yet. He was mm-hmm. just an action star. But he really wanted... Because, like, David Patrick Kelly is, like, this theater guy. Yeah, he's a big theater guy. Yeah. Um, and uh, so, yeah, Arnold was so eager to learn techniques to become a better actor. I think that's very sweet. And I do, I actually don't hear a lot about Arnold Schwarzenegger like being not a nice guy. Well, there's that whole fuck uh, the maid behind his wife's back. That and is had true. A baby thing. So, yeah, well, I yeah, mean, that's not exactly a good guy. As far as being a good husband, no. Right. Not a good husband. But as far as working with him goes, I haven't heard anything negative, I don't think, about him. Have you? He was also very protective of Alyssa Milano. No, what have you heard? You know, he's uh, he's. Uh, I mean, he think he's got an ego now. Um, even like during Conan and everything, uh, which was before this, it definitely you get a lot of that broy frat boy type. That you know. makes yeah. sense to me, but you'll get some of the gross shit that you expect from macho guys. You know. Yeah. But, yeah. I, I've heard but he's I've, nice. He's yeah, not I've as shitty. I've also heard many nice things about him, yes. Yeah, like not the... Yeah. So Alyssa a, Milano what? did this right after shooting season one of Who's the Boss? Oh, cute. And said that uh, like Arnold was so protective of her mm-hmm. and uh, like it got her into personal fitness and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. With she used to and... do... Um, this is a weird memory. She used to do workout tapes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, so I thought that was pretty cool. Um, that is cool, yeah. And then Vernon Wells, who plays Bennett. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll be back, Bennett. Yes, yes. <laughs> that, that was is. not a good one. That was not a good Arnold. Uh, Australian actor. He's in Road Warrior. And, you know, one of those guys who does a lot of those um, equalizer type TV shows, but yeah. Australian ones of those. So yeah. he's like a Australian action television yeah but he and arnold started a lifelong friendship after doing this movie like they are still friends to this day do you think he still has the sweater yeah that's a weird outfit that they have like even vernon wells says yeah my character is freddie mercury on steroids it's (laughs) (laughs) it's a confusing shirt because it looks like it's been crocheted to look like chainmail. like it looks like a costume the community theater put together. 
it starts off where I don't even understand why this happens, but his death is faked at the beginning where he's on like a little fishing, fishing boat, boat type yeah. thing. It looks like he made a sweater out of the net from the fishing it boat. Does. <laughs> But it's it's so I don't understand. Like everybody else is in like fatigues or regular fucking clothes, and he's in this weird sweater, like sleeveless sweater thing. It's so odd. And leather pants. And leather pants, yes. Yeah. Which is why I'm like, were they going for chainmail? Was it just too hot I to have... wear it? I don't get it. Yeah, I have no idea. No idea. Uh. From odd wardrobe to no no wardrobe, there's a scene where Bill Duke and Arnold are fighting in a motel, Mm -hmm. and they crash through to the next room, and there's a couple in bed. Uh, The woman in bed is a doctor now. Is she really? Yeah, she is the founder of Loveology University. Yeah, she's one of those like uh, female Dr. Drew type is she really a doctor? Yes, yes, she's okay, okay. really a doctor, and um, uh, yeah, she's like a she's written like ten books. She does a lot of intimacy, like couples oh, counseling yeah, yeah. and mm-hmm. stuff like that for uh, the Hollywood elite. And she's written a lot about human sexuality and stuff like that. And that's uh, cool. Yeah, she is. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I have something to say about that scene. Okay. So when um, Bill Duke and Arnold Schwarzenegger bust through into the next room, the couple jumps up. The man is on his knees and the woman is behind him. I know, right? And I was like, they were doing something very kinky and I'm not here to kink shame, but I'm also like, did they do that on purpose? Did they just want it to look as crazy as possible? Maybe. The guy uh, we will eventually see again because he is in Weird Science, along with Bill Paxton, who has a brief scene in this. Yeah. And he also had a brief scene in uh, Terminator as oh, well. Oh, did he really? Oh, yeah, that's funny. He plays at the beginning of Terminator when Arnold comes down and he's at the... Uh, Griffith Observatory, mm-hmm. and there's all like the punk rocks that are punk rockers. That That's are, right. Yeah, yeah, Bill Paxton is one of the punk rockers. Punk rockers, yeah. That uh, oh, that's funny. Naked Arnold kills. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Yeah, that was um. He also kills people in some weird ways. Like he kills <laughs> Bennett with a pipe, and not how you he he throws it like a sp- it's a huge pipe. Throws it like a spear at Bennett, and it apparently goes through his entire chest. And the tank behind him. And the tank behind him, and starts spewing steam. I mean, you hit him right in the heart, so like that would probably be plenty. But a pipe, it's not like a tube knife, you know? (laughs) Like, I don't understand. He also chops off a guy's entire arm with a machete. And they did cut off the line uh, where he's like, need a hand? (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Because they were like, no, that's just too much. But apparently there are... um, Oh, uh, we watched the director's cut of this. And him tossing, like, just kind of like, I don't know what to do with his arm, just tossing it at the guy. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Is only in the director's cut. Oh, that's hilarious. (laughs) Because they're like, what? He also throws a saw blade at a guy and it chops off the top of his head. And I'm like, I, what? Like, there's so many things that happen where you're just like, that's 
Yeah, that was a scene uh, where so weird. when um, I watched this on videotape when I was a kid, because mm-hmm. like I said, this was one of my favorite movies when yes. I was a kid. I you had, had a poster, poster in my room. Yes. We watched over and over frame by frame. Oh. And it's, uh, you know, everything's on a wire, but it's like the guy is wearing a hairpiece and all that He's happens like is when up. the the blade gets to the hairpiece it pulls the hairpiece back too yeah and uh yeah <laughs> when he goes to kill um sully is it sully yeah as he's carrying him over to the side of the cliff you can see the wire on his one foot yeah but that's because we watched it in high def i know but it, i was i was laughing because i'm like that's so funny that they didn't just cg that out because you only see it for like a second and then he grabs him by that foot. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it's it's up high enough in the frame where you can't see the wire anymore. But I just thought it was so funny that you could see the wire. Well, the idiot director wanted Arnold to do that for real. Because, like, David Patrick Kelly's only five foot four. Mm-hmm. And Arnold was able to, like, lift, like, 450 pounds or whatever. And Arnold was like, uh, no, you have a crane right here. How about we use the crane? It's like he wanted him to just hold, dangle him. Up. Oh, yeah. Um. First of all, and secondly, uh, yeah. <laughs> there are three There's alternate no lines for the Bennett. Uh, let off some steam. Yeah. What you want to know what the other? Oh, I should have like done this as like three truths and a lie or something oh, like shit. that. But, okay. Okay. Uh, but I'll give you the three actual ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hate small talk. <laughs> what? Okay. Because they're chatting through the whole thing. I guess. Uh, I think it was too much pressure for you, Bennett. <laughs> that one's not bad. Yeah. And the shorter take of that is, couldn't take the pressure, Bennett. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. I am happy with let off some steam. Yes. He also does do a variation of his I'll be back. Because he does say, "Yeah, I'll be back, Bennett." He does. Also, um, so they're driving up in the um, hills near the Griffith Observatory in the beginning, while while he's chasing down Sully, and he crashes Radon Chong's convertible into a uh, utility pole mm. really fucking hard, and they just kind of jiggle a little bit. And I'm like, they hit that pole so hard, they both would have been ejected. Neither one is wearing a seatbelt. In fact, Arnold has previously pulled out the passenger seat mm-hmm. so he can sit lower, and he's now making Radon Chong sit there. Right. The, the There was a lot of physics that didn't make sense. No, <laughs> no. But to be fair, um, to be fair, they, I, I feel like physics in action movies is generally not considered much. No, no, not at all. I mean, just look at the way bodies fly when grenades go off near them. Yeah. Like, not understanding even remotely. Like, I remember when I found out how grenades actually work, I was like, huh, every Sylvester Stallone and Arnold Schwarzenegger movie I've ever watched. I know. Does not hold up to this. Yeah, no, it's, it's meant, you know, as like a, you'll get fucked up if you're right close yeah. to it but if you're far away if you're five, yeah like the pineapple away, shape of a grenade what happens is the thin parts of the yeah. metal give away when the 
inner part explodes yeah. and then it shoots out shrapnel. Yeah, time. Yeah, so. yeah. So you get you can get fucked up, like especially if you throw yourself on it or something like that. Like, yeah, you could get your hand blown off or whatever. But so when a grenade is thrown at <laughs> Arnold, the worst thing he could do is what he did: jump in the air when. If a grenade goes off near you, your best thing to do is just hit, hit the, the ground. ground. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was um it was interesting. He also blew up a bunch of buildings without checking to make sure his child wasn't inside them. <laughs> yeah. Um and I loved that scene because they had a bunch of mannequins to look like soldiers posted up outside. Uh-huh. So the buildings explode and you just see the mannequins, mannequins kind of slowly tip kind of over. Slowly tip over, just kind of waver yeah, for a second. Wobble for then, a second and Oh yeah. god. It was amazing. I was like, wow, they really good on them. So we definitely never have to watch First Blood Part 2 because um it came out the same year as this uh-huh. and it's a very similar-ish movie. What? And uh yeah, this is what started the uh, Stallone-Schwarzenegger rivalry, which I was right. There was a real thing. That makes sense both, to me, yeah. yeah. No, I, I that sounds right. Yeah. So this was also written by comic book writer Jeff Loeb, or he's mostly most famous for being a comic book writer. Mm-hmm. He wrote this as an out-of-shape special force retired special forces guy who just gave up violence and wanted to put that whole life behind him yeah reluctantly being pulled back into action and he actually had in mind like an out of shape nick nolte to play that role yeah which i think could have been interesting you know it's definitely one of those things where it's been a very different movie yeah the people who were brought on to do like the rewrites and everything were like yeah, this when it came to action movies, the script was the least important thing. Yeah. What was important was we were selling Arnold Schwarzenegger doing this thing, you know. Yeah, you're selling the actor and then yeah, yeah the yeah. story is not even secondary. It's it's way down on the list. Yeah. Like as long as it makes mm, it kind of strings together, that's all you need. This is a movie that quite literally came to fruition. Uh, during a pajama meeting at the Playboy Mansion yes. uh, between <sighs> um, the director, Mark L. Lester, and Joel Sil- Is it Joel Silver? Um, I think it was the, Joel um, Silver. Who produced it? Uh, yeah, Joel Silver. Yeah. Y- <laughs> it, you know, it was a gross story. He's like, oh, yeah, we were at the Playboy Mansion at in a pajama. Pajamas, in pajamas. At least he let out the part where he's like, yeah, and uh, Hugh Hefner was watching a couple bunnies give us blowjobs while he played with his nipples. And, you know. Ugh, yeah, whatever the hell he was doing. Yeah. It was, ew. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was. Most definitely. It was one of those nasty meetings yeah. where you're like, was it a meeting or did you guys just do a yeah. lot of coke? And yeah, we did a bunch decide of coke to do a off movie of, together. Uh, off some bunny titties. Girls. Yeah, sad girls <laughs> that were being forced to do horrific things to Hugh Hefner. And uh, then we just said, yeah, let's make a movie yeah, let's, together. Let's do it. Let's just yeah. make a movie. Yeah. And then I put a little bit of cocaine on the tip of Joel Silver's penis and uh, gave it a kiss and sealed the deal. <laughs> like, probably. 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 Yeah. <sighs> Apparently, uh, Hugh Hefner was very bisexual. Oh, that doesn't surprise me at all. 
he's also was disgusting. So yeah, yep, 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 yep. I know every time like a former playmate comes out uh, and talks it about says, what a monster he was now that he's dead, yeah. I'm always like, what? I know it's I had I used no to wa- idea. <sighs> there was that reality show that was on for a little while. Yeah, yeah. That I watched it because I was like 21, <laughs> 22 at the time. Uh-huh. So like shitty reality was yeah i would my... watch to see if i could see them blinking sos <laughs> oh god no it was it's i've seen clips of it recently and it is so sad those girls are miserable yeah he is such a monster well i mean this was uh this was a silly fun kind of throwaway kind of Movie. Yeah, yeah. It I was, mean, it was the, goofy. Like it was very silly. I did. I. It wasn't one of those ones where I'm like, I fucking hated it. it right. It was silly enough that I still enjoyed it, even though it's very much a bad movie. Yeah, this is what the '80s were like. These were the huge movies of the '80s. Mm-hmm. Lots like, of explosions. Yeah, all the Marvel movies that are made nowadays. Like I, I just imagine in 30 years, people will be like. Wait, those were like the biggest movies? Like, yeah. Oh, I'm sure. Maybe one day like Benji and his partner mm-hmm. will be doing, still doing this podcast. Yeah, maybe. And they'll be like, what in the hell? And they'll be like, wait, the 2020s were like- Were like this? You mean to tell me that Wakanda Forever was the biggest movie of 2022? Oh, God, yeah. So how many- um, how many ripped off arms do you give this out of 10? Mm, I give it like six. Six ripped off arms? Yeah, because it, it, there, there was a lot of blood. I believe IMDb gives it 6.7 ripped off arms. So you are right in line <laughs> right with IMDb. IMDb does give it 6.7 All right. it's, ripped it's, off arms. It's pretty silly. I feel like it's one of those movies you could throw on at a party and people would have a good time. Like, yeah. Because you can go in and out of it. You really don't need to pay attention to the plot. This is definitely a an Arnold Schwarzenegger quote fest. Yes. Yeah. yeah he says some silly stuff. Um, Ray Don Chong is great. Alyssa Milana is not in much of the movie, but she's very adorable because mm-hmm. she's what, like twelve or something. Yeah, she's twelve. I didn't realize that Alyssa Milano and I are the exact same age. Are you guys really? Yep. Oh wow. Crazy. Not exact, like down to June fourth, but we were both born in nineteen seventy two. Oh wow, I didn't know that. Yeah. Cool man. Yeah. Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, it's bloody. There's a lot of shooting and a lot of breaking glass. A and guy gets a an axe to the crotch. He does like underhand. Just yeah, just underhand, <laughs> just right in the jewels. A lot of ridiculous stuff happens. Bennett has a line that, yeah, where he goes, uh, "I changed my mind. I'm not going to shoot you between the eyes. I'm going to shoot you between the balls, Matrix." It's oh like, yeah, and I was what? like. What? Yeah, that was one of those lines where I was like, was that supposed to be like a big like, oh, damn, like he's really said that. Yeah. Because I was I was confused also. I was like, I don't get it. Yeah, it definitely has action movie physics. Uh, Alyssa Milano is down in steam tunnels beneath this mansion and somehow Arnold is able to hear her from the the foyer. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. It's also shot at the same mansion as Beverly Hills Cop. Yes, so if you recognize the mansion, that's where it's from, mm-hmm. which was pretty fun. Although it's supposed to be like some South American yeah. country. It, I digress. It doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. 
it's a uh, it's fun though. It's a it's a fun, stupid movie, and the way that you braced yourself during the preview episode, I'm glad that it was not as bad as you were worried it was going to be. I was worried I was going to hate it. Like it was going to be one of those where I'm like, "Are you fucking kidding me? Like, why did you make me watch this?" But no, I mean, I guess there are some '80s action movies that really suck and just are unwatchable now but then there are some that didn't end up being incredibly offensive in the future and actually aged okay and are still silly and funny and this is i think this is one of them Mm -hmm. it's not terrible it's uh yeah it was it was it was kind of fun Mm -hmm. it was very silly it's it's fun to make fun of it yeah because and even it's at the time, cheese. like that's yeah. You know, at the time, that's what we. That's why we liked it too. Yeah, because it's more. Che- it's like cheesy. It's not cringy. It's like cheesy. Yeah, you know, which I think that's that should be the goal. One last, you know, just because he's a Detroit native, mm-hmm. uh, David Patrick Kelly is also a mandolin ukulele player. Oh wow! And online there is a video of him singing Elton John's uh, Mona Lisa's and Man- Mad Hatters. Uh, Mona Lisa and Mad Hatters. I'm trying to remember. One of them is plural. I, anyway, but it's it's really really sweet. Like yeah. he's uh, you know, he's 71, 72 now. Yeah, he's getting so, up there. So you know, he has kind of a you know a rougher voice now, but it sounds really good with that song. Yeah, and, uh, that seems like one that would definitely work with kind of a g- more gravelly aged yeah. voice. Yeah, and I also watched a. a present day video with uh bill duke who you know mandy isn't that old of a movie no but, i think it's two or three years old uh bill duke also in his late 70s does not look like he aged at all no like, you can see it around his eyes his eyes a little look bit tired, yeah but uh he looks the rest of him looks the same yeah yeah when you pointed him out i was like yeah i know that's bill duke he looks the same as he did in mandy yeah. You're yeah. like, yeah, there's Bill Duke. I'm like, yeah, no shit. He looks the same. Mm-hmm. And even and Ray Don Chong. I saw a more recent thing of Ray Don Chong where she stopped dyeing her hair. Yeah. She's... And she let it go gray. Mm-hmm. But even Ray Don Chong for being in her 60s now yeah. still looks fantastic. She looks so... amazing. She's And let's be honest, so does fucking Arnold. You know? Yeah, he like... does, actually, all things considered. Yeah. You know, someone tried, he was doing some public event thing and some crazy i don't know if it was a fan or what like tried to like kick him hmm. like jumped through the air to like kick him in the back to try to like beat him up or something i don't know people are crazy now but he just like barely moved and was like turned around like security mm-hmm. tackled the guy and arnold was just like thought someone tapped him on the shoulder and this guy yeah. did like a flying kick at arnold's back and he was like yeah, what's up? Here's another sweet thing about Arnold that you'll like. David Patrick Kelly also talks about how well they made this movie. Mm-hmm. He got to meet both Arnold's mom and his childhood best friend. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. Alrighty. Sweet. All right. Cool. Well, well, I'm glad that you thought the movie was cheesy fun. Yeah, it was. That is definitely the intent. Good. Thank you so much for listening to You Made Me Watch. Join us on our Facebook group. Let us know what you think of uh, silly action movies. If there's one that you think we might want to watch or let us know what you thought about commando and follow us on Instagram. As always, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Allison and I appreciate it very, very much. Yes. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.